Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuchinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome, everyone, to activespirituality.life with Pamela Cuchinell and Susie Mazzoli. And we are talking about week 19, starting with May 8th, 2023, and I would just like to make a call out to everyone that listens to us weekly, to the people that have been listening to us maybe now for many, many years, as Pam and I have been doing this a long time. Um, We would like to invite you to help us to support this program. So please go to our website, activespirituality.life, and if you can, make a generous donation so that we can keep coming to you and to everybody else free of charge okay pam let us know what's up for the week and then i'll jump in for our meditation lovely all right may 8th may 8th is and we are done with those eclipses that rattled through the past few weeks and now we're at a place where on may 8th i think that for many of us, a sense of uh, unbridled optimism may be filling, especially uh, when we look at the times I give her Eastern time. So please adjust depending on where you live. But as I look towards mid-afternoon into early evening, it's especially a very auspicious time. We are in the waning moon cycle after the lunar eclipse full moon that happened just a few days ago. Nonetheless, this day with the moon and Sag is really filling up, especially people with a lot of fire or air in their horoscopes, strong Jupiter. It's a sense of this can be done. We can, we can move the rock it can all happen and easily and with grace so it doesn't have to be sisyphus pushing that rock but it can be a sense of the rock is not as heavy as we think especially as we gather people in a collaborative way right before i started this recording with Susie, we were talking about how in a human evolutionary way, humans expand and grow more intellectually, emotionally, psychologically, spiritually, through collaboration, through connectivity. The myth 
in certainly the United States of manifest destiny and the rugged individualist is just that. It's not about being a stoic individual going forth alone, soldiering a solitary path. Yes, there are times in our lives when we all must do that. I think I certainly have had to. I don't know about everyone, but um, most people have those points where that has to occur. But what shifts that energetically is invariably connectivity, a hand that reaches out, collaborative effort, coming together in community, realizing who your people are. And so Monday the 8th just looks like a tremendously rich day for bringing that in. I have to mention, there is a picture in the sky with Neptune and the moon that suggests, for some of us, we may be feeling, especially in the morning or early afternoon, what the heck is Pamela talking about? I feel so alone. I have this longing. I'm confused. I don't know which way to go. And I need to gently remind all of us that that self-awareness is often the beginning of loosening the borders that keep us separate. Now, the intriguing piece about being human is that... (laughs) Well, I think of the sign of Libra, the scales, the balancing act, that we're all we're all in in a place of being. And I guess the other image that comes to mind is I was uh, reminded recently of if you haven't seen it, the documentary and of um, oh gosh, I'm blanking on his name, Philippe, I think he's the, Susie knows who I'm talking about, he's the trapeze artist who walked between the trade towers, world trade towers, totally illegal to do, of course, but he did it, and it's a wonderful documentary if you haven't seen it, but the reason I bring it up is because this day, Monday, especially after the eclipses, may be reminding us of the delicate balance between boundaries that are important for all of us to have and also connectivity. So it's this lovely reminder that we are richer for our relationships, as fleeting as they may be, just being kind to someone or or sweet exchanges in the airport or in commuting or on a bank line. But who does bank lines anymore? Everybody (laughs) is so electronically uh, motivated. But anyway, you get my point. As opposed to boundaries, healthy boundaries that we may need to create with people who we love or work with, that it's just, no, that's crossing a line, or I need my space, and and keeping that in balance. So this day may be one where we have to adjust 
and come to certain realizations about how things may be off kilter. Either we're not connecting enough or we're overly um, giving and dissolving our own needs for someone else's um, needs. And that kind of self-awareness brings us to a point where by late afternoon, we can be really opening up to a sense of, okay, bring it in, bring in all potential, all possibilities, all options. And I can weigh which are the best for me. So the moon goes void, of course, at 4.28 p.m. And we still have a few hours of, with that moon and Sag void, of course, where we can drift into serendipitous magic or things that might really stick. And that can be where we've done this sifting or done this opening up. And then we find ourselves realizing, oh, this is where I want to land for a while, or this is a good place to be. So enjoy, especially the afternoon hours. But overall, I think this is a pretty good day. Uh, and keeping in mind the waning moon and the other things that are going on in the sky and that <clears throat> Mercury is retrograde and will be going direct in uh, by the end of the week. So we're in this kind of looking at things with a, um, what's the word I want, um, uh, an awareness that acting quickly isn't necessarily the best way to act, but knowing within, hey, this feels right or good can be absolutely fabulous. The moon enters Capricorn at 7.33 p.m., and now we're in different energy, very different energy. We've moved from mutable fire, which is Sag, into cardinal Earth, Capricorn. And so it's much more about this is where I'm putting my energy and it's staying there. <laughs> so there's no more kind of floating around the room and seeing where the balloon is going to stick. I just remember as a kid, we used to, I don't even know if people do this anymore. You'd take a balloon and you'd rub it against your uh, clothes until the, the friction created enough um, stickiness that you could put it on the wall and the balloon would actually stay there for a while. So the balloon is going to stay there for a while at this point. And if we've decided where we're putting that buoyant energy with a sense of optimism and expansion, then we're going to have some highly productive days. We get into trouble over the next couple of days, and troubles may be a strong word, but we don't want to be distracted. Uh, these days are more productive if we stay on task. So Monday, 
it's advisable to choose where you're putting your energy. And as we get into the evening hours, Monday night, into Tuesday and Wednesday, we stay with wherever we were putting that energy. And that gives us greater productivity. Now, the caveat here that must be mentioned is that on Tuesday, the sun is conjunct Uranus in the sign of Taurus. Ah, so what does that mean? I wish I could tell you. <laughs> because Uranus is the planet that's about revolution and change and the unexpected. So when that is in alignment with the sun, which just gives this energy burst to it, there is this expectation that anything can happen. And it can be explosive. It can be volatile, which adds to the recommendation that we stay on task, that we do not get thrown by things that come and kind of are upsets. It may be a very explosive day in the news. There may be things that come in and are distracting or pulling us in different directions. Now, that doesn't mean if you're in a situation that you shouldn't leap up and take action if there's a real reason for you to do it. But it's the deterrence or the pulls in other directions that sometimes it's necessary to just know that some people will be running around panicking like Chicken Little and um, other people will just be saying, no, the sky is not falling. I need to finish what I'm doing and we need to stay on task. That's just something that occurred that really doesn't change the frame of what is important to stay on task can do. Wednesday the 10th is energetically similar, but the sun has, um, well, the sun obviously doesn't move past, but the from our perspective on Earth, this uh, where the sun is revealed in the sky has shifted a degree from where the planet Uranus is. So from our perspective, which energetically is mirrored, uh, we are no longer in that like high heat and volatility. And so we may be feeling the remnants or effects of whatever was revealed, exposed, or shifted, or changed. But depending on what we're doing, it's not going to have as much direct effect. I do need to mention that uh, those of us who have uh, Taurus, well, certainly Taurus, in a or the other fixed signs, Aquarius, Scorpio, and Leo, uh, we may be feeling those effects a little longer because the planet Uranus 
uh, may very well have been triggering something in our horoscope with that sun ramped up energy. And so it can be for some of us a very big time of change. So if you've been inviting in change or feeling changes going to be happening this week, especially coming off the eclipses, can be a time when it's it's moving faster wherever it is you're moving towards. The moon goes void, of course, at 7.52 p.m. on Wednesday, and it enters Aquarius at 10.05 p.m. So that void, of course, period with the moon in Capricorn, it's advisable to just work on things already in motion, clear your desk, uh, recharge, and reflect. Once it's in the sign of Aquarius, now we energetically are in line with continuing the momentum of whatever it is we wanted to put in motion. The other thing that happens very soon after the moon goes in the sign of Aquarius is that it's in conjunction, direct alignment with the planet Pluto, which is still in early Aquarius before it dips back into Capricorn. So again, I think this week in general is going to have a lot of buzz, information in the news. Uh, For many of us, it will affect us personally, news, things that are revealed, um, or things that are coming to surface is actually a better way to say it with Mercury retrograde, Pluto having gone retrograde. We are mining for information for truths for to tap in to what really makes us powerful and and to i hope ideally slough off fear because the inordinate fear that so many people have experienced with pluto and capricorn Now with Pluto in Aquarius, again, it will revisit Capricorn, but we are in this kind of um, uh, threshold place. And so we may have to revisit some of those ghosts in order to move and purge from them. So this can be a very exciting evening for many of us. Um, I would say if you're a person who needs to get up early, Uh, work on winding down, getting off computer before we hit that 10 o'clock in the evening time on Easter uh, timeline. And and Thursday, the 11th, is a wonderful day. In the morning, it's really important to make sure you understand what you're doing, what's expected of you, go over your agenda. Mercury's retrograde, it's Kind of, uh, there's a tendency to want to move quickly, and yet we really benefit from double checking all our information right now. And Friday the 12th, also a really super day for networking, connecting. Uh, the morning, pre dawn, or just at dawn, 
very electric time. Pay attention to where you are in your surroundings. You know, don't stumble around in the dark. Make sure you know where you are in space because the head and emotions are moving in one direction. <laughs> the body may be moving in another. So we, we want to kind of get ourselves in alignment there. And there's really kind of very juicy time um, from late morning into late evening with uh, all kinds of wonderful group activities, networking, things that really interest you, um, a lot of unearthing information or, wow, I didn't know that can come up. Very, very rich. The moon goes void, of course, at 11.15 p.m. And it's really a kindness to let yourself uh, enter into a nice dream state or creative state, depending on where, which time zone you're in at, at this point. The moon enters Pisces at 12.39 a.m. the morning of Saturday the 13th. And in Pisces, this weekend is just, ah, if you can be near water, ah, it's just so delightful, so enriching, so healing, uh, baths, swimming, staring at lakes if you don't like to swim, boating, um, whatever it is that dancing, music, uh, things that put us in fluid space. Uh, painting, singing, meditation—what uh, a what a recharging, delicious weekend! I I love this weekend. I'm already looking forward to it. <laughs> it's 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 a very healing weekend. In the morning on Saturday, for some of us, there there can be a a sadness or a sense of feeling uh, alone, even if you're surrounded with people, just reflect on that and then invite in more. Open your heart. Allow yourself a sense that you are loved and it will come to you. It will come to you. Absolutely. A absolutely lovely day into Sunday and Sunday the 14th, which is Mother's Day in the United States, this calendar I'm looking at. And this can, of course, as I often speak about when <clears throat> I look at certain holidays, they can they can bring up a lot of sadness, a lot of grief, a lot of um, emptiness because it's not always, the hallmark card for every person, every family, every situation. And what's important, I think, especially with that moon in Pisces and the other things going on on this day, and the moon's final aspect is conjunct Neptune in Pisces, which Neptune is the highest octave of love. So sink into that sense of mothering self. Mothering, mothering self first, nurturing self, and then stretch it to anything or anyone 
you want to send nurturing love to, whether they're in your sphere or not. Very, very strong healing energy day. And Mercury goes direct at 11.17 p.m. this night. And so we can set up in our heads, how are we going to do this week coming forward with a lot more straight-on orientation, knowing that we're still in the shadow of Mercury retracing its steps. But a lot of things maybe that have been a little held back are going to start to move this following week. So use the weekend for recharging and connecting to self-love, which expands to overall love. And now I turn it over to Susie. Love, love, love. Yes, (laughs) never enough. Okay. So let us go into our meditation. I invite everyone to take a few deep breaths and just arrive, become present. And it's a good thing that we reset consciously, even in a little 10-minute meditation. We can do it daily. We can do it twice a day and we can do it for longer, but it's just a little reset where you literally take the train off the tracks and let it just sit for a few moments. Just to remember, where am I going? What am I doing? To take off that feeling of rush, of being rushed. And most of us feel quite rushed most of the time. So much to do, so much to achieve, so much to reach our goals just the basics of being alive. We always have these long lists. And then on top of that, we have our world, which is just moving so fast. Things are happening faster and faster in our world due to technology and the connectivity of people, of organisations, of institutions, of everything. Needless to say, the great big technology of social media. So it is difficult for us to unplug. It is difficult for us even just to take a weekend off or even just to plan a weekend to go to, for example, a meditation retreat. It can take a lot of planning, a lot of organisation. And we might feel, oh, my gosh, how can I take all this time off or I should be doing this or I should be doing that. So give yourself permission to unplug, to unplug every now and then from everything just to come back to that place of reset where you can more or less reestablish your priorities and looking at the looking at those priorities from 
from a very deep spiritual sense, ascertaining who you are, what you are, what you're doing, but also what are you doing for everybody else? What are you doing for the world? What are you doing for the greater good? What are you doing for your community? And as we get all called up and all caught up in the basics of life, in the perhaps the mundane we could call it, it uses up so much of our energy that we forget sometimes to really look at that big picture and to put our energy into the big picture, to put our energy towards the world at large. So just take a moment now as we unplug as we pull away from everything just for a few moments and allow the mind to rest, allow the body to come into a place of peace, and allowing ourselves just to deepen the breath for a few times. Remembering the stability of the breath. Being conscious of the breath. And we can just practice some four by four stabilizing breath when we feel that we are overwhelmed, when we feel that we are just jumping out of our skin, when we are triggered, when we just want to react so much with so much emotion or so much physical ability back to this very simple breath of four where you inhale for four counts one two three four hold for four counts one two three four exhale for four counts one two three four and then hold again for four counts. One, two, three, four. And this very simple four by four breathing, it's such a simple method, but it really helps us to calm down, helps us to stabilize the mind a little bit, stabilize the emotions, and become a little bit more grounded. So again, we'll do another round. So inhale, hold, exhale, hold. 
And this is something that you can use while you're driving. doesn't make you dizzy. We're not hyperventilating. We're not breathing too fast or too slowly. And, of course, you can count up to four as quickly or as slowly as you would like, just in the effort with the intention of stabilising and grounding. So as we face these next few days, these next few weeks of revelations, these next few things that we might see popping up in our lives personally throughout the world as we hear about the suffering of others, as we see things happening around us in the world, as we come back to our breath and to our own personal stability. And from this place, from this stable, strong, powerful place, we move into the world, allowing for intensity, allowing for adventure, allowing for our emotions, coming always from a place of compassion and understanding and from this place of personal power and being able to assert our personal power and our creativity being courageous and alert, but always for the highest good of all beings, always for the relationship of our community. And as we take now a few deeper breaths, feeling that energy within us that is stable and feeling the energy of our heart that is always brimming with loving kindness. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. And... Have a wonderful week. And before we finish, I'd just like to make an announcement that I am taking another beautiful trip to Peru in July this year. And if anybody is interested to know more information, please reach out through our website and I will be happy to chat with you 10 days in July. Thank you so much, everybody. Lots of love. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, 
We look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.